yeah. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I am your co-host, Jason. And I am your other co-host, Josh. And today, we will not be doing what I literally just said, because this is the end of season three. Oh, yeah, I just realized I forgot we this is they're listening to this right after the last one. Oh yeah, because we did release these on the same exact day. So hey, if you are listening to this right fresh from the last episode, I love you. No, they they're a hardcore one. They know. They're hardcore. They they want to know what what our thoughts of this season. Mm-hmm. Well, because season three, as you guys know, is the longest season of regular show, consisting of 39 episodes, which is pretty insane. And um, let me actually check the date. So we actually started season three on August 27th, 2022. And well, we do pre-record these, so I don't know exactly when this episode came out. But yeah, as you can see, it, it went on for pretty long, but we made really good time and Josh, what are your thoughts on like season three in general? That was pretty good. I'd say it's a it's a bit better than season two actually. There were a lot of good episodes in season two, but I feel like season three, generally across the regular show fan base, people love season three. Yeah, I and I and I agree because I'm looking at season two and some of the episodes that I really enjoyed, and there's a lot of other ones that I kind of don't like compared to season three where majority of them I did actually enjoy watching. Yeah, because in season three, there were a handful of like bad episodes or ones mm. that we considered to be like not so good, but that is literally just uh, flooded, flooded out, whatever you call it, by yeah. all of the amazing episodes that did come in this season. So as you guys know, whenever we finish off a season, we ended off with a tier list before we move on to the next by the way, if you wanted to see our previous tier lists for Season 1 and Season 2, uh, just check out our photos on our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod, and you could also find our tier list for this episode, or this season. Um, so you could either choose to follow along as you listen to it, or if you just want to keep it spoiler-free, just listen to how you are now. But yeah, those will all be on the Twitters. We are going to start right at the bottom of D tier, um, we're going to be reading these in numerical order, um, but then we're just going to specify when we reach certain tiers. You're going to like understand more as we go along. But yeah, we are going to start at the bottom of the list, number 39. Josh, what, what, what was your 39? My 39 is Bet to be Blonde. Okay, so um, that is very different than mine. By the way, mm -hmm. so for this list, because of how big season three is, I feel like this particular season is going to have the most differences between you and I. Yeah. And yes, the this list is technically opinionated, uh, but at the same time, we also broke down each and every one of these episodes individually. So I, I don't know. I feel like we're like for the most part in a, in the right mind to be making an official tier list for it. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that doesn't mean that there won't be any unpopular opinions or hot takes here so what about bet to be blonde makes it the bottom for you so we see that um that mordecai and rigby have this kind of competitive um 
was it tendencies between each other, especially like towards video games and whatnot. Hmm. But then I think, in my opinion, it would have been better if Mordecai didn't know they were a cult and they were just doing all this weird stuff and he's like, oh, going along with it. Right. But I get why Mordecai did it. Uh, I have that way far from you and I'm going to get to it in maybe like 30 minutes. That's how far. No, (laughs) no spoilers. But okay. (laughs) Um, My 39 was out of commission. Okay. And and I feel like we that's kind of towards the the later season in the second yeah. half. So the reason why I didn't like Out of Commission too much is because mainly the cart I didn't really like that character. Mhm. He he kind of sounds like he kind of sounds like a nerd. His voice annoys me. <laughs> like like okay, so a nerd as in like <laughs> like I know everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I just how he was like Oh, why? Hello, Entity, Mordecai, and Rigby. And we had to listen to that for 11 minutes. Like, uh, I know he doesn't it, sound exact like that, but it, it got old really fast. It, it got to the point where you're just like, okay, can you just talk normally? And I know that Mordecai and Rigby, like, they weren't exactly, like, pissed off, but they weren't really in the best mood for the entire episode. And because yeah. they're supposed to be the main characters, that kind of mm-hmm. made me bored as well. Moving past... Yeah, 38. What what do you have? Number 38, I have Cruisin'. Cruisin', okay. That is also kind of different from me. Why? Well, well, because it's sort of the same thing as Bet to be Blonde. It didn't really do much for me. It didn't really excite me in any way. It's, it's like a fast episode. It was like one of those filler episodes that you kind of want to get it, kind of want to get through it. Or you need to have an episode out by that day. And this was it. Um, the yeah. the antagonist wasn't that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were just a bunch of punks who uh, get pissed off because uh, Mordecai and Rigby stole their supposedly stole their girlfriends. It just didn't really go right with me in terms of just uh, being interested at all with it. I did kind of like the concept of. Um... I've seen Mordecai and Rigby, like, totally fail at trying to get a girl's number. I feel oh, like yeah. that sequence is at least funny. Mm-hmm. That was funny. That was great. But towards the end, I, or, to- yeah, towards the end, I was just like, hmm, not too sure about, like, this being too interesting. Maybe if the girls were, like, trying to kill them for mm-hmm. the, for the car- for Pops' car, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I, I might... I. I disagree, and I will get to that when I when I get to it. Okay. At that episode. So, mm-hmm. my 38 was Gut Model. Oh. And, by the way, I only had two episodes in D. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 38, Gut Model. Usually, when there's a Muscle Man-centric episode, it's a hit or miss for me. And this one didn't exactly hit the mark, yeah. in my opinion. I felt like the the ending fight scene was cool, but it like, could have been better. Yeah. Uh, we do get a funny song from Mordecai and Rigby that I know uh, is often quoted by regular show fans. But um, what th- those two like fashion show dudes, uh, Philbert and Mulligan, I think their name was, uh, mm-hmm. they, they weren't my favorite either. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll say my end when I get to that ep- or when I get to that episode. Yeah, because usually Muscle Man brings all the energy and I know that was able to come out 
towards the end of the episode. But most of it, it was just kind of Muscle Man, like, playing an act and, like, kind of slumping around. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He, he's had better screen time before. Yeah, and this wasn't one of them for you? Uh, towards the end, yes, but throughout the episode, n- not really. Okay. My 37 is actually got models, so I'll get to what I have to think about it now. Okay, yeah, so we have our first similarity. Mm-hmm. So for gut model, as what you said, like it didn't really do it for me for the rest of the episode, but towards the end it did. What you said with the fight scene, it was cool to see, but it just, we didn't see the entire fight. We just saw the beginning and then the end. We didn't get to see in between it. I understand why they had to cut it, but it would have been a nice thing to see uh, Muscle Man and the Park Gang to kind of fight it fight off the friar monster i went back to the fan wiki because i feel like i remember saying this in lunchtime that this is like one of like the worst rated regular show episodes on imdb Mm -hmm. Um, i'm not seeing anything on the fan wiki so maybe i'm confusing it for another episode i wouldn't say this is the one of the worst but it's not well it's not one of the worst overall in the series but this is definitely at least in my opinion one of the weaker ones of the season yeah, because like, like we were saying, there's only a couple handful of episodes in season three that are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I have Gut Model over Out of Commission is because I don't skip Gut Model when it comes on. I skip really? Out of Commission. Oh. I don't know. I don't, so, sometimes. Like, sometimes <laughs> okay. I, I like it, sometimes I don't. It, going back to the whole hit or miss thing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that end where Muscle Man centered episodes are just like, it's either good or it's really bad. Or it's just like right. down the middle, it's like, eh, okay. Okay. So, Gut Model was your 37, yes? Yes. Okay, so my 37, which is at the bottom of C for me, is Fortune Cookie. Oh. So, really? I thought it was inter- it had an interesting layout. Mm-hmm. where Rigby steals Benson's fortune, and then we kind of have to watch everything unfold. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like because it's at the bottom of C, I should be expected to have like some like huge complaint. Again, season three is super big that there like some episodes just have to go in C because of like default. Um, but say a fortune cookie was in season one, it would probably be in at least B tier for me. But because if you compare it to all the rest of the episodes in the season, it falls with C. Um, I don't know. Uh, the whole like warlock thing. Um, that wasn't my favorite villain. Uh, that's all I really have. Okay. So for my 36. Okay. It is uh, out of commission. Okay. So I said everything that I needed to say. So why is that 36 for you? Out of commission, like what you said, the cart was a little annoying. Uh, it was very, like, I don't want to say nerdy because that's what you said, but it was, he was very guilt trippy about, you know, being alive and everything. And that's just not fun to watch. Having someone to just be like, oh, I guess I'm just going to be dead anyways if you don't do it in, with, for me or with me, whatever. I'm just like, okay, this guy is clearly i know he's written to be that way but still was he supposed to be be likable at the end i i don't know because there is not one part in the episode where it's like 
where I think that he is likable to me. Um, he's likable in the sense where it's like, oh yeah, Mordecai and Rigby have had so many adventures with good old Cart, but so he might be like fun to cruise around in, but as a as a conscious being, I don't really like him. Yeah, but I did like I did like the little montage of him hooking up with another lady card. That was fu- <laughs> that was funny. That was an adult joke. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh yeah, and by the way, if you are tuning in just for the tier list and you haven't listened to the actual breakdowns, uh, we encourage you to do so because uh, you might be confused or like wonder why exactly we have these opinions. So if you listen to the full breakdown, maybe you'll like kind of understand it more, see where mm. we're coming from. Out of convention rounds off my D tier list. Okay, so you had four? Yeah. All right, so you explained your 36. My number 36 was replaced. Oh, okay. Really? And the reason it was there is because I feel like um, I get that the action scene happened at a pool party. Mm -hmm. Um, So already you don't really have much to work with there. I feel like they added the sea monsters because there needed to be some like kind of like some kind of twist. Yeah. But in the end, I feel like the sea monsters, like I'm not complaining that they were there, but why were they there? Like, where did they come from? We didn't even get any explanation behind that. Um, I get that. That's how the humor of regular show works where it's like, you don't question. It's just like, it's just random. And I also feel like, they could have explored more with Chad and Jeremy. I, I understand that these are only 11 minutes long. But I have been able to connect more with characters in that time. I just didn't exactly do that with Chad and Jeremy. Um, this episode isn't terrible. I remember writing this as a good. I'm not sure if I said it was a skip or must watch. I could appreciate how they finally addressed Mordecai and Rigby getting fired and like what would happen. Mm-hmm. But... If you compare it again to the rest of the season three, it just falls at C for me. Okay. I really wish I couldn't speak my part about it, but I can't because it ah, it would spoil what I would say for my for what I think of the episode. So So I'm assuming you have this much higher. Uh we'll see. Before that, I will say my thirty five mm-hmm. which is at the end of C tier, and that is access denied. Okay, so at the bottom of your C is access denied. Why is that? Well, I get that the uh, the beginning is that it's Margaret's birthday and Mordecai and Rigby are invited to go to this club or whatever and then they get it confused with a different club um, at the end. Like, there was a... There was some potential there where um, it could have been the same club... And then the whole, like, Lady Gaga personality person being the twist villain. Oh, yeah, LaDonna. LaDonna, just... I mean, you can definitely tell she was going to be somewhat of importance just by her character model. Yeah. But at the same time, like, she didn't really feel like a villain. You know, she just felt like some... Just another person with security. Yeah, I, yeah that, I get, that's fair. Yeah, and I get, and I kind of, now that I'm talking about it now, I get that this is supposed to be a more grounded episode, nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, with all that kind of being said, it kind of was 
cute to see Mordecai and Rigby or Mordecai and Rigby, Mordecai and Margaret have their little cute dance in the alleyway together. Yeah, it had a happy and good ending. Yeah, but the way it got there was kind of messy to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that is kind of all about the journey, and I'll I'll, I'll explain more on my thoughts when I reach that episode. Okay. Wait, yeah, that was my 35. All right, so my 35 is Big Winner. Really? Okay. I don't want to keep, like, repeating this, but again, this is one of those, like, unfortunate moments where it does just fall on C when you compare it to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, w- once I get to, to B, I'll actually be able to, like, like rate them for what they, they're worth. Uh-huh. Uh, because I really did like Big Winner. Um, this was one of Muscleman's better episodes. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like how we were... We had to follow Mordecai and Rigby, being like, "Oh shit! Like, w- w- what are we gonna do? We we don't wanna, we don't wanna have to tell Muscle Man, but we have to. But then he's gonna get mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there are different parts of it that could have been slightly different. Even if I did rate this as a good episode, that does fall for thirty-five on me. Okay, so my thirty-four uh, is actually dead at eight. Yeah, I remember you saying that this was a bad episode, and I was surprised. So why why is that? Well, it the premise of it just having Mordecai and Rigby babysit Death's kid in order to save Muscle Man. It's pretty simple, I guess. It's not. It's cool to see Mordecai and Rigby go outside of the park setting for once and taking care of a kid. Mm-hmm. But I think I would have liked to see them take care of an actual kid. But I guess the, uh, having it be Death's kid is more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the twist of the baby being... What was the baby's name again? Uh, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. Okay, yeah. So having Thomas be actually like a thousand years old, kind of weird. Yeah. Not gonna lie to you. Having Being a... And a thousand-year-old guest grown man living under another grown man's house. It kind of... not a, Actually, no. There was a movie by Marlon Wayans. It was... I forgot what it was called. I've, I've seen clips of it on TikTok or on Instagram of people saying, remember this movie? And it was just... I think Marlon Wayans' face uh, CGI'd on a baby. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gave me that vibe a little bit. But yeah... I think I agree with you in in the sense of like comparing it to everything else. This was uh kind of not the weaker one, but like it was okay compared to everything else within the season. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that was also one of the episodes that we broke down when Jake and Ethan were visiting for this uh for my birthday weekend. Was it really? I I believe yeah we broke down when they visited. It was dead at eight. Access Denied, and Muscle Mentor. And I was kind of thinking to myself that weekend, I was like, oh, well, I'm glad that we're able to have two co-hosts on the show, guest hosts, but I kind of wish that we were doing, like, a better lineup of episodes. Oh, yeah, now I remember. It was, it was, it was. It, that, yeah, mm-hmm. that's just unfortunate that it had to line up that way. But, you know, it is what it is. We go by the episode that we uh, have to go through next. Yep, that is true. Yeah. All right, Um. so that was your 34. Okay, so 34 for me, which is also at the top of C tier, is Sugar Rush. Oh, okay. 
I feel like um, I, I did enjoy the whole, like, medium of going in, like, different, I guess, timelines of, like, the, the slow-moving world, the fast-moving world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had a, a good exploration of Skips' character, realizing that he's he might not always be right all the time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there were just episodes that kind of, like, outdid this one. Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy it. Uh, every I remember saying that every single time I see an apple fritter, I always think of this episode. But was it double glazed? Huh. It is not double glazed, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> I still have yet. I forgot. I needed to watch that uh, binging with Babish episode. Oh, yeah, where he made the, the double glazed apple mm. fritter donuts. Yep. But, yeah, that's all there really is to say about it. Like, aside from the actual like ranking i feel like it's you know it's just pretty straightforward it's a good episode but you know okay so with that my 33 is actually trash boat okay so with trash boat uh it's uh rigby changing his name to trash boat because he saw a commercial of rock stars changing their names which is mm-hmm. a funny thing because that's definitely what Rigby would definitely do. That's uh, such a Rigby thing. Exactly. And having it be a laughable name is also pretty funny and for everybody to just play along with it or just to mock it even more only for him to change it, which is great. Um, and I actually enjoyed... I know I'm like saying good things about the episode, but... Uh, where are they going with this? No, Trash Boat was good. I liked it a lot, but in comparison to everything else, same thing with Dead at Eight. It, it's kind of not there, with with them. This was good, but it was entertaining to see. But again, uh, with everything else, this wasn't really that, uh, good for me in my opinion. Even though, yeah. I did say it was good, but see, that's interesting because you could tell that a season was so good that when you like make a a balanced ranking of it, even the good episodes fall into C. Yeah, I mean, like what you said, thing some episodes have to go into C for default. Others have to go a little bit higher, but if it were like S through A, then a lot of these would be up there too. But because we have five yeah. tiers, they have to go yeah. in these ones. Because honestly, I could even cut out D tier entirely and just have it S to C. Yeah. Because I'm looking at my list, and I don't think I have a single bad episode left. Mm-hmm. Um, but compared to season one and two, C and D tier were all filled with bad episodes. But yeah. uh, given that I already burned through them, then that goes to show this was a great season. And like I said, was um. Was it compared to? Well, I agree with you. Like, but from season one and two, there was more. Uh, was it C, C and D's rather than S to B's? But now yeah. this season we have more S to A's than there are C D's. Yeah, you could tell that they really improved the show, like mm-hmm. in this season. This was a huge like, like progression. Yeah. Mm. So, going to number thirty-three, my thirty-three. And this is the bottom of B tier. 
I have mm. fancy restaurant. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Why do you say that? So, um, I liked this episode um, because we always knew Muscle Man as the like the the wild, dirty, raggedy guy of the park. Okay. And it's already one thing to have to impress your girlfriend's parents, mm-hmm. but it's another thing with Muscle Man having to do it because we all again we all know how Muscle Man can be very slobberish. Yeah, I liked the whole Mordecai and Rigby communicating on a wireless headset with Man, telling him what to do, and you could assume that something is going to go wrong, which it did. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like it's it's kind of fair. I'm, I'm you know, B is like kind of like towards the middle. Um, it is still number 33, though, and we're just going to have to see what what episodes i thought were better all right so that's all you have for 33 for you that that's all i got okay so for my 32 uh i have house rules um okay uh this that wasn't super far from mine because that's about to come yeah okay oh real quick um Mm -hmm. Sorry that it kind of s- might seem like that we're like jumping all around. I've noticed in the last two seasons, whenever we do our tier list, there the episodes are usually kind of like all in the same place where we're able to talk about it at the same time. Mm-hmm. But um, this season, I guess, like I said, th- this is like probably the most like contrasting opinions between us. Yeah, I mean, there's but, there. I know there's some episodes that we have in the same section but not in the same number area right yeah so say like my house rule so for now like my house rules is in 32 yours could be at like 22 or whatever mm-hmm. they're close together we shall find not. out we shall find out but not yet so my 32 or 32 no 31 wait fuck no yeah God, 32 yeah 32 is house rules and i say that because it's interesting it's an interesting concept to have Mordecai and Rigby be kicked out of the house and trying to find a place to live but uh and that was a fun little montage to watch trying to find or trying to have Mordecai and Rigby crash at someone's place that like they tried Mm -hmm. the coffee shop they tried uh like different shopping places they tried a bench on the street even though someone else claimed it Right, and they were stuck to just finding an alleyway with a dude on a, on a on rollerblade. No roller skates. Uh, I I think they were rollerblades. Rollerblades. What even is the difference? So roller rollerblade. It's what's in the name. It's when it's like the four wheels are like straight in the line. Okay. But then roller skates are when they're like in four corners. Oh, I thought it was roller. No, so it was rollerblades. Yeah, he, he did have rollerblades. Oh, I think I'm just saying. I think something. he did. Hey, man. The, the, we This was episode eight, so this was pretty early on into the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, I, I'm going to talk about house rules more, but I, I feel like the villain, the rules guy. Yeah. There wasn't necessarily anything interesting about him. He was just like a random guy. Yeah. Uh, so at, le- at least they they were able to have the whole like underworld place and that's the only thing that was interesting 
and that was and i was gonna say that too it's just like the villain of this episode was like lacking a bit same thing with um was it gut model uh access denied trash but like those i guess so-called villains of the episode weren't really doing it for me Mm -hmm. i mean he was fun he was fun to watch but uh at the same time he was just he was okay at the end my 32 was camping can be cool oh okay wow that's so very different from mine so the reason i put camping can be cool at 32 um well it is way better than gut model out of commission um and I, I like this episode because I feel like it's definitely a regular show classic. Every single person who watches regular show has seen this episode. Yep. I guess it's kind of a golden standard for regular show. It has uh, a very recognizable villain, which is like the big deer stag man guy. Um, and uh, I also like how it went. S- the setting was different from- than the park. So we kind of got to go somewhere new. And I like how it was the stereotypical, like, going on a road trip, and then it ends in total chaos. I liked that. Um, and also had some some interesting romance. Oh, oh yeah. In it. So that was your 32? That was my 32. Okay. So my 31, and this this will wrap up my C list, or my C tier okay. list, is replaced. Ah, okay. So, um replaced was towards the bottom of my C. Mm-hmm. Why do you have it there at 31? I agree with you. It was really interesting to see uh, what would happen if Mordecai Rigby actually got fired and they tried to get their jobs back. I like that concept. The, I guess, supposed villains, I would say, wasn't actually the monsters. It was more so like Jeremy and Chad, was it? Yeah. It's basically their doppelganger selves. Um, it was nice to see that similar looking, uh, silhouetted figures of Mordecai and Rigby can replace them and they're better, but, um, I do agree with you, like the villain of it, the monster, whatever they weren't, they just sort of appeared, could have been, it could have been better. Um, honestly, if the ending was just... Mordecai Rigby fighting against Chad and Jeremy. That would have been fine. They didn't need to add the monsters or anything. Um, y- you know what I? You know what I realized? What? The monsters didn't need to be monsters because they didn't. They might look like monsters, but they didn't actually do any monster things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Personality wise, they were just any other like people at the party. Yeah. So they didn't have to be there, but yeah. And I agree with you with that. Like, they didn't have to be there, but I guess for regular show uh, craziness, they had to. But right. again, like I said, it, it could have been just Chad and Jeremy against Mordecai and Rigby. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, is that everything you have? Yeah, that is my 31. Cool. So my 31 was Muscle Mentor. Oh, Okay. And this was another one that we broke down with Jake and Ethan. Um, I feel like Muscle Mentor uh, belongs in B tier because it had a cool premise of how Rigby gets fired at the beginning of the episode and he mm-hmm. has to spend 
the the rest of the episode trying to earn his job back. And of okay. course, I feel like Muscle Man and Rigby are one of like the most notorious rivalries in the show. Yeah. It's it's always cool to see Muscle Man as the villain or like any like person in the regular like cast be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like how Rigby was taught a lesson on to like never quit and it had like a dramatic walk away in the sunset at the end. But yeah, I, I definitely remember this one as a kid. Uh, it just is towards the bottom of B because there are ones that are way better than it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. How much more do you have in B just out of curiosity? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine more episodes. Wow. Okay. So I have... Uh, well, th- I'm going to start at the bottom of my beer, beer list, be list, beer list. <laughs> I think I'm, I think my subconscious is telling me something, huh. uh, but at the bottom of my B list is actually a big winner. I know you touched up on or touched on it a little bit back in C tier was. Yeah, it was at the top of my, towards the top of my C. Okay. So for me, uh, big winner, it was, it's nice to see, uh, what would happen if Mordecai Rigby pranked Muscle Man and how far they would go with it? It was pretty interesting to see, and I liked how it was done and how over the top it was. Um, and and I'll say this now: I guess from B up, I'll say mostly good things, a little bit of bad things, but that's that doesn't compare it to all the good things that I'm, I'm gonna be talking about these episodes. Yeah. But specifically with Big Winner, um, it was nice to see the little cutaway flashbacks of like Muscle Man killing Mordecai and Rigby in that or stuffing them in that uh, the uh, ticket the machine. machine. Yep, yeah. and then kicking them. That was that was a funny little cutaway there, and I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's nice to see those. I guess simple ones those simple premises of what would happen if mordecai rigby pranked muscle man how far would it go that's what i enjoyed most about it and okay that my, good that was my 30th all right so my number 30 was the best vhs in the world okay all right you know honestly maybe i could switch this one with camping can be cool all right but um i really liked best vhs in the world i kind of like how um, it begins with Mordecai and Rigby missing uh, a VHS and they have to like return it or else they'll have to pay a fee. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the episode, we kind of visit each park member and f- find out that they're also missing something. Like, for example, when Mordecai's asking everyone where the VHS is, Benson's like, I don't know where it is. Have you seen my extension cord or have you seen my badminton racket or my bass amp? So... It, you you could kind of tell that like hmm maybe someone is behind all this and i i kind of like how it kind of keeps you on your toes and you have to finish the episode to f- like find out what happens uh-huh um i feel like there are a lot of episodes where it's like you could turn it off midway through but this kind of has something to sort of keep your attention where it's like oh why well, I, I need to know how it ends now mhm so for my 29 on B tier is Sugar Rush. Okay. So, All right, yeah. What was, where was this at? This was the second to last episode of the season. Uh, 
I like the idea that uh, Mordecai and Rigby are simply just picking up donuts for the park meeting, but it somehow turns into this otherworldly sugar rush, uh, and they have to get Pops back because he accidentally ate a uh, double-glazed apple fritter. It was a nice, simple episode. I like the the way how, um, like what you said, Skips, they always come to Skips as Skips because of an issue. And I like that they actually acknowledged that Mordecai and Rigby do go to Skips for, for resolutions when they have problems. Okay, so Sugar Rush was your 29, and it was one that I had already said. On the mm. other hand, my 29 is House Rules. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so it was like pretty close to, to yours. All right. Um, I mean, basically kind of what I said before, I already touched on it a little, but um, it was cool how we always knew that Benson was always like kind of uptight, being like, oh, this is not allowed, that's not allowed. So we get an answer to like what would happen if Mordecai and Rigby just like went full anarchy against that. And... We, we kind of get to explore that, and it was interesting to see them kind of, like, make their way around the city, like, oh, we need somewhere to stay tonight, uh, this place we can't go, we can't go there, um, and then, so, I feel like it's, it's, like, your basic regular show format, where they're met with a problem, and then they, like, find some type of, like, way or some person to, to deal with it, but it ends up going bad. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the villain could have been cooler because I'm still trying to figure out like what exactly makes this the alley rules guy special other than he knows a place to go. You know, I, I know a place to go. Just follow me in this dumpster. Yeah, but still, he is just a random guy. But, though I did still rank it as a good episode. All right. So my 28 is the best VHS in the world. All right, so another close one. Hit us with your opinion. So what I think about the best VHS in the world, it's it's a pretty like simple uh, premise. Like Mordecai Rigby lose a VHS and they try to find it. And like what I said with Sugar Rush, they acknowledge little hints throughout the episode. Like Benson said, or hears a noise in the vents. He's like, oh, I think we might have rats. But it's actually the... I almost want to call him a gnome, but he's like an elf gnome-ish, right? He's a dwarf, maybe? Dwarf, something like that. Yeah. But uh, I like the little droplets of, I'm missing this, I'm missing that, like what you said. And uh, having those little plot devices be scattered around the episode and then have it all being paid off at the end is very is very nice to see, especially because it shows more consistency than... Say it's just a throwaway line. Yeah, uh, was it? I also found it found the found it funny that the oh my god, I almost forgot his name. I want to say his name because it's super hilarious. Did you remember? I remember it. I don't. It's like but is it something like but Mc Buttonstein whatever? <laughs> You're close. It's Button Willow McButton Willow. Yes. Okay. Okay. That that one made me laugh a lot, and I like the little childish drawings he. Drew like the giant ass portraits of him in the best VHS in the world. Yeah, this is me pointing at it. <laughs> it's those little simple dumb humor that kind of gets me, 
Uh, it would be a little bit higher, but again, compared to everything else in this season, it just has to fall under there. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's got to go somewhere. It's yeah. just one of those cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So my twenty-eight was cool bikes. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So. I feel like cool bikes. Um. It's fair. It's fair where I put it. This is another example of Mordecai and Rigby going against their boss. Yeah. Uh, we actually we actually had a good number of those in this season. Oh uh, yeah, you're Benson, right. Benson was like a very common antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the whole like fashion montage. I like how it was it ended up being settled in court and it turned into like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um and it also finally ends with Benson like folding and being like, "Yep, you guys are pretty cool." Um and there was like it was packed with a bunch of 80s references, like not only the fashion, but there was a reference to like the Death Star, things like that, and Gary was also in it. He's a cool character. I really wish I could speak my thoughts, but we're here. You have the floor, sir. Uh, that That's all I had, so I can't wait to hear yours when it comes. Okay. So, my... We're on 27, right? Yeah, we're on 27. So, my 27 is Trucker Hall of Fame, which is... Um, an... Okay. Yeah, which is another uh, Muscle Man-centered episode. We got... I just mm. realized we got a few of these this season. Yeah, there were a good amount of them. Trucker Hall of Fame, Muscle Mentor, Gut Model, Big Winner. Prankless. Fancy Restaurant. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, so it's nice to see uh, a little bit more of a personal connection or personal life of Muscle Man and how uh, he grew up with his dad and then passed away, whatever, and how he deals with it. Uh, Mm, We get to see where he gets his humor and his my mom jokes. Exactly. Uh, what else? The ending and the villains. I okay here. I'll go like this. Ending was pretty nice. It was really sweet to see, uh, Muscle Man's dad, Muscle Dad, like, go up in spirit and tr- chase down the uh, other truckers who didn't like him. That was a nice. That was a nice thing to see. However, the villains were kind of, eh, very snobbish, very, not like. Well, I know they're meant to be that way, but it's like, damn. They're just not going to let them do that, which was, uh, which is, they were written okay, like, I uh, don't know what else I have to say about them, but it's just like, hmm, I can see why they were written like that, and it, it was pretty good. They had to have something be in the way of Muscle Man getting to the Trucker Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, that was your number 27? That was 27 for me. Okay, well, my next two are ones that you've already said. So okay. my number 27 was Cruisin'. Oh, wow. Okay, really. And that was all the way at the bottom. Yeah. So I feel like I mainly rate Cruisin' towards the middle of uh, B tier. Uh, I was saying how I think it's funny. It's it's a funny episode about how Mordecai and Rigby, like that little sequence of them trying to ask like girl after girl for their number, and they're just like, ugh. <laughs> Um, I remember, I, I, I think I remember sharing the story when we recorded, I, one of my, I remember when I was a kid, I was watching this episode with my uncle Okay. and, um, for, for like a, I guess a good 
part of his life he was a bachelor and he was always trying to get with the ladies and so when i remember he was dying laughing at this episode probably because he could relate and you know you and i also related at two yeah because we've all been there oh yeah most definitely <laughs> uh, i felt like the flying car chase was really cool we got to see pops's flying car carmenita and you know usually the regular show villains are like these supernatural like aliens or monsters or things like that but this one kind of like took a dial back they were just jealous boyfriends who were trying to get back at mordecai and rigby for quote-unquote stealing their girls you know yeah so I've, i've found it was an interesting concept okay so my 26 is diary um okay um oh okay that that is super close to me really okay so for me diary uh just another one of those episodes where mordecai is doing a favor for margaret because he's into her and rigby does acknowledge it at the beginning he's like oh i'll water your plants i'll do anything for you margaret and then and then they just turns into a whole fiasco because Rigby bumps into a uh, bookshelf and it breaks Margaret's diary. And then, of course, they go to Skip's for help. And the concept of them resolving it was pretty interesting. And then Rigby fucking it up was also... Obviously, it would be Rigby fucking it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to join in this conversation so I don't have to repeat it. It's okay. super close to me. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're right. I like how it's always Rigby that messes something up. And this time like we he really really messed up on this one. Yeah. And what were your thoughts on the whole sequence of each character sharing all their secrets? I was I was going to get to that point. Uh first first when Skips alludes to his past of why he skips, that was very personal was not expected um especially i guess early on in the series but at the time it was like holy shit are we gonna get more of skips's background of like why he's called skips and why he always skips but at the end it was never he said like maybe another time so that's they're obviously saving that for um (laughs) for another season i'm trying to remember what mordecai's was um um he it was when he stole rigby's mattress and he's been sleeping on them yeah okay that one pretty simple pretty funny i like Mm -hmm. rigby's reaction like are you serious that like that was i would have that same reaction too do you remember what rigby's secret was eileen uh or he thinks eileen is very hot without her glasses yeah and so that also has a good ending where eileen just like walks up without her glasses but then totally eats shit yeah, that one I like. I like the little cut to black whenever she or when she hits the table because that for some reason my humor is if someone gets like slapped in the face and then like or not slapped in the face but like gets somewhat injured physically and then it just cuts to black. I'm like, oh my, I don't know why. It just makes it funnier. Yeah, like the the comedic perfectly cut scream is yes. Funny. Those ones I love watching. Yeah um okay so the that was my diary 26. was your okay so my 26 was access denied oh really okay and yeah, you had spoke about this one um i like how it entailed 
Mordecai just like trying to get into this dang club for the entire episode. Okay. Um, and even though he didn't exactly get to dance with Margaret in the club, I feel like this ending was even more sweeter. Mm-hmm. Him being able to like have a private dance with her in the alleyway. And it's like super cute, you know, cause I, I don't know, like two people dancing in, in an alleyway and they're like into each other. That's not ideal, but because it's not an ideal situation, that's what makes it cute. Cause like that's, that's love, you know? Have you ever done that with your with CJ? Um, in an alleyway. No, we we kissed in the rain one Aww, time. Oh, was... that's so cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I like this episode. It was pretty good. I've always, I, I've always been a fan. Yeah, but like I said, for me, it, it fell under C tier, at the bottom of C tier, only because you know there's so many other episodes that I felt were better. Mm-hmm. that's fair okay so hit us with your number 25 my number 25 is slam dunk okay slam dunk i'm trying to see where i put that one um where is that one maybe eight it's here somewhere um did i forget oh no there it is okay <laughs> yeah it's 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 kind of ways away yeah but okay, so for me, Slam Dunk, it's a fun little, uh, it's a fun little episode where Mordecai Rigby is going against Muscle Man and Fives just for computer rights. That plot plot is very simple, and then it turns into this, uh, street ball of adding I forgot his name, like the basketball guy. Uh, God of Basketball. God of Basketball. Really? That was his name. Mm-hmm. I thought his name would have been like Henry or something. Who the hell is that? I don't know. But he looks like a Henry, though. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah. I like that the fact that a simple streetball game uh, turns into this cosmic uh, co- cosmic fight in space. Because, for me personally, basketball is a fun sport to play and watch. So, I put it... This is, I guess, looking at my tier list right now, it's sort of in the middle of, like, it's really good for entertainment purposes, and it's also really good for the plot where it just makes sense how a simple bet can turn into um, so- something way different, and I think that it, it was done really well. Yeah. And there was okay. actually no clear villain. It was just a bet. That was your 25. My 25 was Fists of Justice. Ooh, okay. okay. Let me see the description for that, because I need to remind myself. But keep going. Yeah, so this this was the episode where Mordecai ah. and Rigby had to do all of Skipta's work for the day. Um, I like how we didn't exactly know why that was at first, mm-hmm. but we kind of got to like find out and like see how severe it was. How Skips literally had to go fight an, an immortal villain. Um, I, it, it was it was filled with all the action that you could really ask for in a regular show episode. I like how the space babies were a comedic relief. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just uh, anytime they go to space, you already know it's going to be a, a good time. They even did that in Slam Dunk. So yeah, yeah. All right. My twenty four is stick hockey. 
Okay. Which was the first episode of this season. And the reason I put stick hockey over there is because we get a backstory of Benson, of what he used to do. Because in the beginning, we didn't really know what he did. but uh, And why he locked away the uh, stick hockey machines for so, mo- for so long. But it, again, it was, did you just fart? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> god damn it, I can smell it from here. No. <laughs> yeah, um, so can I, oof. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we got to see Benson's backstory of his stick hockey career. It was nice. We get more insight of who Benson was before being a park manager. I like, and I like uh, getting more info on side characters. Yeah, good. Okay, so my twenty four was Diary. Okay. Um, so yeah, pretty close to yours, and I already talked about it. So why don't you go to twenty three? So my twenty three is Fist of Justice. Okay, yeah, so take it away. I agree with you that the babies, the space babies were for comedic relief, especially the one that died, and they kind of, and at the <laughs> end, they kind of just brush it off, like, oh, yeah, he's dead, whatever. I don't even think you know, they'd I, replace him after. I think there was a note in the fan wiki about how there were six space babies in this episode, but every single time they make an appearance for the rest of the series, there's only five of them. <laughs> I think we need to start keeping count of that, because... <laughs> That's funny. That is pretty funny. Like, the way he died was just amazing. Um, Yeah, it's nice to see another one of the park members' backgrounds, especially more of the mysterious ones like Skips. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my 23. All right, so my 23 was Trash Boat. Oh. And I'm honing in in towards the top of B. I'm not exactly there yet, but Trash Boat is towards the top of B for me because I like how it was sort of like an episode about a rock band. Mm-hmm. And I like how it was Rigby, your typical Rigby sees something on TV, he gets interested, and then he like tries it out himself or he orders something off of the TV, and then it only turns out for the worst. Okay. And I kind of like how uh, the urge came back from the future to destroy Rigby and because Rigby was already under enough stress trying to change his name back but the urge just made it like 10 times worse and he really had to get on that so I kind of like how he was like trying to like figure out what to do mid chase scene you know yeah okay that's all so my 22 which rounds off B tier for me is fortune cookie Okay, nice. Um, f- 22 was also the top of my B tier, but I haven't said mine yet. But Okay. Uh, why, why Fortune Cookie? So, Fortune Cookie, I like, the, um, I like the concept of Benson getting good luck and then Rigby getting bad luck, and then for Rigby just to get jealous. Of course, they had to, if anyone in the park were to get this, it would be Rigby, and then, of course, he would be switching it. So, it was an obvious choice to why. And I like that um, when the switch happened and when Benson tries to uh, get his good luck back, he does it in a really dramatic way. Like, he sells the park because he's trying to get his luck back. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like that. And I also like the ending where Muscle Man <laughs> turn switches uh, his fortune with Rigby. Because he didn't oh, want yeah. his. So that's another twist that I enjoyed at the end. 
Yeah, that that was like one of the best twists in regular show, and I like how it it was done in the form of a flashback. Yeah. Um, also, let me guess, you also liked this episode because it had Chinatown in it. I thought it was no because the that that uh shot of the food looked so good it made me really uh, hungry. Dude, you know that Chinese restaurant that I took you to the the one where the girl almost shot her pants. <laughs> yeah. That place closed down. Oh yeah, you told me about that. I got really upset. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Next time you so. we go there, we should get a turtle. I a mean, turtle? you should get oh, a yeah. turtle. <laughs> Um, all right, so my number 22, which is at the top of B, that was Prankless. Oh, why is that? Um, well, I feel like um, it had, I loved the war theme. Okay. I, that was one of my most common notes when we were breaking it down. I like how it was like a, a mini war film where mm-hmm. it felt like super D-Day and <laughs> the entire soundtrack was just like war music. Uh-huh. And there were sort of like like comparable weapons, like the water balloons were grenades, the whoopee cushions were landmines, you know. So uh, you could kind of tell that um, the creators had been wanting to do a war episode for a while, but obviously they weren't allowed to do like full on like fighting and like guns and everything. So uh-huh. they kind of dialed it down. All right. And kind of like passed it off as a war. And I think the execution was perfect. And I also really love the villain Gene. Oh yeah, that was our first introduction to him too, right? Yes, it was. Alright. Alright, so let's move on to A. And this is when we get to like the really, really good episodes. Okay, so for number 21 at the bottom of A tier is Busted Cart. The reason why I put Busted Cart is because... uh, we get Mordecai Ricky messing up a cart or almost destroying a cart and having them or having Benson travel like four different states just to get it fixed. And for Mordecai Ricky just a uh, hitchhike on to the truck and Benson being forced to be with them for the next like two, four, two or two four hours or whatever. It was nice to see like... Uh, those three kind of get along because before we would see Benson yelling at Mordecai and Rigby all the time. And it kind of gives you a sense like, oh, Benson doesn't really like these guys. But we see, we get an explanation that Benson doesn't actually hate them. He just hates the things that they do, which is a more understandable and more sympathetic for Benson. Because that's what a boss would be doing. So, you know, what's also interesting about that what? is despite them having like a sharing like really good moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. Benson also has one of his worst moments with Mordecai and Rigby where he just like breaks down and cries on the side of the road. Yeah. Because of what Mordecai and Rigby are doing. Exactly. Um, this episode uh, showcases a lot of contrast between these characters mm-hmm. and for them to execute that in only 11 minutes is really good. Yeah. Being like, they have some good moments, but they also have really bad moments. So I kind of like how they're able to, like, hop up and down with that. Yep. So, okay, cool. Um, At number 21, the bottom of A tier, I have Yes Dude Yes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So, I like this episode because we get an introduction to CJ. Mm -hmm. And even though she only makes one appearance in season three... 
Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the rest of the series, she does make a reappearance and ends up being um, one of the main supporting characters. So, um, if she if she doesn't, if she hadn't appeared later in the series, this episode would be lower. But this episode is essential for like knowing the rest of the show. And I also like how we get one of the most iconic moments with Mordecai. Uh, him like just listening to sad music in his bedroom and you know I've I've been there before and I probably got it from this episode <laughs> like the idea to just do that oh um, and you know it was filled with like some like crazy events we all know how much Margaret means to Mordecai um, and I like how there was a huge twist where it's like wow Mar- Margaret wasn't actually engaged it's just her cousin. So, it was just her cousin. All right. Uh, well, that's, that's what I got. So for number 20, I have Ter- Terror Tales of the Park. And I didn't know when you sent me the link, I'm like, okay, am I doing this individually or am I doing this just overall? And I saw that there wasn't any like individual episodes within it because Terror, Terror Tales of the Park is essentially three episodes in one, right? Yeah, there's two mini episodes and then one big episode in the house. Yeah, so I put Terror Tales of the Park because it was a nice Halloween episode. This was our first Halloween special, right? It is, and also, by the way, uh, we are recording this on October 31st. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Uh, But yeah, so I like the fact that they could fit in those episodes. Um, I w- Creepy Doll. I didn't like I didn't like but I when I say I don't like I'm like it cre it's creepy and that's good. Uh Death Metal Crash Pit, probably the weaker ones out of the three. And then yeah. in the house, the best one out of them. I mean by default, yeah, it is the longer one. Yes, but it was nice to see uh, everyone get killed off. <laughs> you know, I I'm gonna talk about this more, but I I know that creators loved the terror tales of the park episodes mm-hmm. like they would wait for it all year because because it was sort of like a like a fictional story that the characters were telling mm-hmm. they had the freedom to kill off any character they want you know yeah and i remember seeing this on twitter you saying or at least yeah you saying or someone else saying that the producers like what you said they wanted they like doing this series because they could kill off the characters however they want because it's not canon let's do a a quick mini ranking so i'm we could probably agree that it goes number one is in the house and then creepy it all then death metal crash pit i completely agree with you with that yeah okay cool uh so moving on speaking of trucking my number 20 was trucker hall of fame oh okay why do you say that I put that at 20 because I this was a Muscle Man episode that I really did enjoy. Um, looking at my the rest of my rankings, as far as the Muscle Man-centric episodes in Season 3, this was definitely his best one, Yep, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how we got to see, I mean, basically everything you said. We got to see Muscle Man's backstory. We got to meet Muscle Dad. And... We got to see more of like a, a more sensitive and vulnerable side of Mitch that we have never seen before. 
and this episode is crucial to his character development and just knowing more about him. So, number 19 for me is Bad Kiss. Okay. So, the season go. so the season finale, uh I put Bad Kiss at number 19 because <clears throat> it touches more onto what Mordecai or how far Mordecai would go just to have that one simple kiss with Margaret be uh, be again. I'm pretty sure we've all been through there too. It's like, okay, well, I messed up here. What could I have done differently? But And this episode kind of personifies it and shows uh, what someone with a $15 time machine would do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it does bring up a lot of uh, questions like, oh, well, Rigby from the past is now, or Rigby in the present is now in the past, and then Mordecai in the future is now even further into the past <laughs> or no exactly yeah okay it's a confusing plot but it it's a ni- it's a very nice story mm-hmm. um that was your 19 that was my 19 okay so my number 19 was weekend at benson's all right so i like this episode because at the very beginning, Benson gets knocked out, and we have to spend the rest of the episode just watching Mordecai and Rigby try to pass Benson off as a real person. And, of course, right as they're about to bring him home, they are suddenly finding themselves having to go to a party and having to bring Benson. So the viewers can kind of assume that something is going to go south at this party. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another example of you, there's a hook at the beginning which inclines you to watch the rest of the episode. This is definitely not an episode that you would like turn off in the middle of it. It like I feel like there's no second of screen time that is wasted for this one. Oh yeah, that and also it has one of the, it has the best use of a real life song, Mississippi Queen. I I I'll I'll say my part when I get there, but yeah. I will say. Uh, at number 18 for me, that was a portable transition, but we need to get through these. Number 18 <laughs> is Death Bear. Uh, Death Bear. Death Bear. I put, I put it at number 18 because it was a nice change of pace of, like, uh, a villain for a regular show episode. It was just an animal. Um, not really a mythological animal, but just an animal that has a spike hat and a cape. It also shows uh, that little awkwardness between Mar- Mordecai and Margaret when they were sitting in the cart or in the train cart. It was it was a cute moment. Um, it also shows uh, <laughs> a funny uh, funny section where Rigby's like getting shot with a train dart and he's like still all in slow mo. So I found that hilarious. But and this episode overall is is a really nice. Uh, episode for Mordecai getting over his fear and kind of getting closer with Margaret. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, cool. So my number eighteen was Think Positive. Okay, all right. Um, I feel like I'm I'm looking through the episode list. We didn't get too many uh Benson centered episodes, mm. but uh, the ones that we did get, I really enjoyed them. Uh. Think Positive was a good episode because it has one, Be- Benson's 
best rampage in the entire series, hands down. And everyone who's seen regular show knows that, mm-hmm. you know, um, we always know Benson to be sort of like the hot headed guy with anger issues. So I like how the, the creators kind of came up with the idea of being like, what if someone told him that he wasn't al- allowed to yell at Mordecai and Rigby? That's what this episode was about. And nice. I think that, I think that they executed it very well. Uh, all right. So for, that was your 18. Yes. So for my number 17, I put prankless. And, okay. Yeah. And this is what you said. Another muscle man centered episode. Almost. Uh, I did like the war theme that they were going on. Uh, and their use of creativity of what, uh, weapons they could use in a prank war. So I like that creativity part of it. Uh, the introduction of Jean was also nice. And also the introduction to a rivalry park. Because at this point we only thought the park was the only thing in the city. But now we know that there's more than just that one. Uh, and I also like that this kind of thing uh, brings together the park members. And not only... And it doesn't really like... Not divide them, but it, it shows that they are really co-workers and they're, I guess, friends in a way. And they'll do yeah. anything to, like, save a park. So, my 17 was stick hockey. You had talked about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked stick hockey because uh, I think it was the perfect sort of, like, tone to start off season three. We broke this episode down with Jake and Jacob. I feel like we explored more Benson in this. We got to, like you were saying, we got to see what he was up to before his park management days. And I kind of like how him, like Benson, was fighting with Mordecai and Rigby for the entire episode. But then we kind of find out why exactly that was. So Benson was the bad guy, but then he became good in the end once you sort of like understood him more. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I like when they sort of have that format where it's like, yeah, he might be bad, but just like wait until you find out why. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how it kind of it has that typical ending where it's like they spent all that time working for something and then they ended up just not needing it in the end. Yep. So what is I, your 16? My number 16 is Muscle Mentor. And I know you okay. said and you talked about it a little bit. It was in B tier for you, right? Yes, it was. So for me, Muscle Mentor, men- mentor? mentor shows that uh, Muscle Man is essentially the more experienced worker at the park next to, I guess, Skips. And having Benson pair Rigby up with Muscle Man was a very interesting dynamic to see those two work together. Because um, you always see uh, Muscle Man as the dick of the of the of the workspace but in reality he just takes his job very seriously and he runs rigby down uh in order for him to be lifted back up and be or be motivated to be lifted up and which he does at the end which is very nice to see and that's what kind of got me uh because that's kind of a relatable thing like your mentors will break you down just so you can learn to pick yourself back up yeah that, that's like a method of of being a leader yep and 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 this episode did a pretty good job at showing that. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. So my number 16 was Slam Dunk. Okay. All right. Not too mm. far. Well, a little bit far off by mine, but still. Yeah. So uh, I like this episode because I really love the God of Basketball. <laughs> um, I feel like he's such a cool character. And uh, <laughs> I forgot that this episode had the the Margaret scene of her biking and her butt was just oh, moving. Oh, yeah. I remember now. I totally forgot about that. Um, and I liked how it was just like a, a cool like pickup game where the boys are playing basketball together. Mordecai and Rigby suck at it. <laughs> they try to like get better, but they just can't. So they're given super basketball powers. And has one of the greatest, uh, I guess, not fight scenes, but action sequences towards the end when they were in outer space. I loved that scene. That was pretty sick. Yeah, and... Um, I, whenever the god of basketball comes back in the future, I always enjoy when he's there. I do too. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for my number fifteen, I have under the hood. Um. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So, under the hood for me was a pretty, it's a pretty artistic episode. I like seeing the different art that was spray painted across the park. Uh, I also like that. It was sort of a mystery episode where Muscle Man is uh, fired from the park because he was accused of uh, spray painting on the walls, even though it just was buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that the, I guess, villain of the episode was a spray can it's hit itself, and that was pretty funny. And I also like that it was Troy Baker that played the the villain because Troy Baker is one of my favorite voice actors of all time at least at this yes. point in time my number 15 is dead at eight so just like how you were saying uh, this was sort of outside of the park I liked how it took place at death's mansion mm-hmm. because you know we're, we're kind of familiar with the park and everything that's there so being in a new setting was cool mm-hmm. and I like how we went into this episode thinking that it was just going to be a normal babysitting gig, but it was to our surprise that Thomas is actually like thousands of years old and he's like a supernatural baby vampire. Um, so you, you never know like what is going to happen with that. And I love the big fight scene at the end. Mm-hmm. And I like how it ends with Rigby trapping the big worm in a book. And, you know, there's like, I wouldn't say, like, Death is, like, one of my, like, favorite characters, but whenever he is in an episode, I, I enjoy seeing him. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, with that being said, number 14, uh, you mentioned this before, but 14 for me is Cool Bikes. I like this episode because it's, it's very 24, or it shows the age of the fashion back in the day, very, like, hipster-ish, and I like the concept of Mordecai Rigby trying to get be cool uh, in the eyes of Benson. And in the end, yeah, he does say, like, yeah, you're pretty cool. And we also get to see Gary again, which he's one of a, he's one of the cool characters we see in the show. And I like his appearance. I also like the theme of the, uh, the, the Death Star-ish being this cool spear or whatever. So my number 14 was Death Bear. Oh, okay. I liked Death Bear because, again, it was an animal villain. Uh, I feel like this is the first villain where it was another animal, but obviously it was different because this is an actual, like, feral animal. Yeah. Um, 
Not sure exactly how that works. Uh, I know that Mordecai and Rigby are basically human, aside from like their physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how it it was kind of like like a group of friends fooling around, where one guy being that being Rigby, he was sort of like the ringleader, but then it ends up turning on him on him too because he's also getting chased. Mm-hmm. And then there was also some like romantic interest in this with Mordecai and Margaret. So, um, and yeah, it was also kind of separate from, from the park, a place that we haven't been before. That's why I liked. Okay, cool. Speaking of cool, uh, my number 13 is Camping Can Be Cool. And oh, okay. Yeah, and you said this before, like it took place outside of the park. I enjoyed that. Uh, I also enjoyed that the little uh, love theme that was going on between... Mordecai and Margaret, where he takes her out camping, same with uh, Eileen. And we get to see that um, connection of the four and how good they can be together as friends. But then there's also Mordecai trying to get with Margaret, trying to act all smooth, but then all of a sudden getting it ruined by this stag deer man. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a nice, cool little episode that takes place outside the park, and I like that. Yeah. All right, so my number 13 was Bad Kiss. Oh, all right. I liked this episode. It's um, towards the middle of A for me because I love any time-traveling sequence. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a a great way to round off season three. And I like how Mordecai finally makes a damn move already, even though it ended up being nothing in the end. Yeah. Um, I also like how there was a bunch of callbacks to old episodes, how we got to see like little references mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's one of those episodes where it's like, if you're like a true fan of regular show, you'll find all the references in there and know exactly where they're at, you know? Yep. So, um, what was your number 12? My number 12 was fancy restaurant. Uh, okay. Like what you said with it being a muscle man episode, it's, it's interesting to see Muscle Man try to impress Starla's parents, only for it to be twisted on its head. And actually, Starla's parents are just like Muscle Man. So, and he didn't need to go through all that just to impress her or her parents. Um, the villains at the end, the fancy French people, that that was cool to see, but uh, a little bit contradicting, like historical wise. But it, that's not big of an issue. It's not that big of a deal to me, but it was just funny to see that one per- one of the villains was just using his legs while sipping tea. And the the part where, was it the, the waiter or whatever, the host falls out or gets tripped up by Muscle Man and falls out the window. That, like what I said with the um, uh, diary at the end, uh, the little cut to, the little cut to screams thing that, Always gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that my number 12 is Busted Cart. Oh, all right. I uh, Like I was saying, there's a lot of contrast in this episode. There are highs and lows. We get a lot of progression with um, Mordecai and Rigby's relationship to Benson. Uh, like you said, Benson doesn't exactly hate Mordecai and Rigby, to our surprise. He just is really fed up with some of the things that they do, which is understandable. Yep. And... I feel like Benson is always, he's kind of a character where like a lot of people have their reasons to hate him because he just like yells all the time. Mm -hmm. But it's in this episode where we see like a soft side of Benson where 
you could kind of see that hey benson is a person too you know mm-hmm. yeah all right uh hit us with number 11 my number 11 is yes dude yes and okay. that is because um like what jason said like we've all been there before uh we've gone through that little slight depression of just like oh this girl doesn't like me so we listen to sad music we don't shower we don't shave for a while um but we then we go on dates our friends kind of pick us back up and all that uh me personally i've been through the online dating thing didn't really work out didn't like it but yeah uh only for the end oh yeah and we do see cj uh make an appearance so that's pretty cool I like her as a character and like what she kind of stands for for Mordecai. Like she's someone that isn't Margaret and that's really nice. And I'm happy to see her make another appearance in future episodes. My number 11 was Bet to be Blonde. And this is probably the biggest wow. difference that you and I have. <laughs> what the fuck? Your Bet to be Blonde for you was number 39 and it was yes. 11 for me. All right. So I... I enjoyed Bet to Be Blonde because um, it's it's the classic like two friends make a like a friendly bet, and we w- one person loses. He wasn't planning on losing, but then it only is coming back to bite him in the butt. And you could kind of see um, I like how this episode teaches Rigby a lesson, um, while also Mordecai is being able to mess with him at the same time. Mm. Uh, I think that's really cool. Uh, I really liked the the blonde cult. I think that they it's pretty cool that they have like a like a big mansion and they you know they're just like a bunch of dudes at a country club and you could kind of see Mordecai venturing out, making new friends to make Rigby jealous. And I I like how once everything is revealed where Mordecai was only teaching Rigby a lesson. That's when it actually gets to business and Mordecai's like, actually, these guys are a secret uh, blonde cult and we should probably run for our lives now. Like, we we all knew that the bet was going to be revealed, but we weren't expecting them to be a cult. Yeah. So it kind of has a like a good twist, like right at the very end, which I like. Mm -hmm. All right. So for my number 10, I have the best burger in the world. And okay. Yeah. I put this because it's it's a simple it's another food episode and it made me very hungry but the villains was pretty good it was the mirror selves of Mordecai and Rigby um was it having to see that little sequence of the Himalayan burger uh being made was delicious uh only for Mordecai and Rigby not to get a taste at the end which is pretty sad but at the same time like uh, but it, it was a really good episode and it's very memorable too like binging with Babish made an episode and the quote of it is really it's memorable mm-hmm. alright well my number 10 I'm going to speak more about Best Burger when we get there but okay. my number 10 was Skips versus Technology okay alright so I loved that episode because uh, we got an introduction to Tecmo and we also got to learn more of the park's history and more about skips about how skips has been working in the park ever since like the olden days like he was there for like the revolutionary war um and we got to see the house when it was being first built and 
um, I feel like it's a good like testament to time on Skips's life, and because we all know how Skips is a big handyman, mm-hmm. handymanny, and mm-hmm. what would what would happen if he were to encounter technology? Um, I like how it kind of explores the whole Skips is a boomer thing. <laughs> Um, and also, they have a reference to Back to the Future, which is my all-time favorite movie. So that already puts it hot, uh, like towards the top for me. All right. Uh, so moving on to number nine, for me, I have Video Game Wizards. Finally, we have something, because that is also number nine. So let's I, talk about it. All right, so Video Game Wizards, I like the, f- I like the, uh, the fact that Mordecai picks Skips as a more logical reasoning. To winning, uh, the the competition, uh, the was it the part where more Rigby is outside with a boombox of the motel, still playing his uh, mixtape was amazing. There's so many clips that you could pick out from this episode alone, and it would be hilarious. Yeah, I also like how they make a small reference to uh, giant bearded face GBF. Yeah. I thought it was Garrett um, Bobby Ferguson. Garrett Bobby Ferguson. Hmm. Oh, I wonder if we're going to see him in a future episode. Hmm, who knows? But yeah, I, I like this episode. I like how um, both Mordecai and Rigby learn a lesson, mainly Mordecai. Um, and I like I like Rigby's little song that he sings in the car and on the radio. For number eight for me, I have Think Positive. Uh, like what okay. you like what you said. Uh, Benson just goes off on Mordecai and Rigby. He essentially roasts the fuck out of them. It was funny to watch. It was a very, I guess, intense episode for for the characters. And you know, it it's not. Uh, the villain wasn't actually anyone that opposed too much of a threat. It was more so the internal conflict of the park members within each other you know mm-hmm. and i like that uh, they touched on that yeah i could agree but my number eight was under the hood okay oh all right basically everything that you were saying i loved the graffiti um i liked the whole concept of uh muscle man getting fired it being mordecai and rigby's fault and then they realized that um they shouldn't have gotten muscle man fired so they um they kind of like fought for muscle man to to get him back working and i also like we got to see what muscle man was venturing off to when he wasn't at the park and failing as a stand-up comedian and it has a super cool villain i i loved uh park avenue and i like how he was a spray paint can yep and i could tell that the the animators and does like illustrators had a lot of fun with the graffiti so that was some nice art that was cool so my number seven is Weekend at Benson's. Basically, I agree with everything that you said with the whole um, Benson getting knocked out. That was funny, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the use of Mississippi Queen in their little uh, montage of getting uh, what 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 I don't even know what to call it. They were on something, probably like acid or whatever. Uh, yeah, wouldn't know, but still. It was. It's nice to see that they were having. I guess it. Oh my god! So they um. It's nice to see what it would be like if Benson were to be knocked out, and for Mordecai and Rigby just to kind of play it off, and also we get to see uh Benson pull, unintentionally, 
Oh yeah, uh, Audrey at the very end, getting her number. I thought I, I thought her name was Claire for some reason. <laughs> Who's Claire? There's I don't no know. No one in English should name that. Um, well, speaking of love, my number seven was Butt Dial. Ooh. Oh. So the song alone already puts it up. I that's one of the most iconic songs that were that was sung in regular show. Mordecai's little butt dial, and I like. Um, I feel like there's a lot of shows out there that uh, follow like a butt dial premise where it's like, oh shoot, I accidentally butt dialed my crush and said something embarrassing. I gotta go and delete it. Um, but with regular show, obviously the sky's the limit. Uh, they got sucked into Margaret's phone and have to kind of get themselves out. And it was filled with like like a sense of adventure that every regular show episode needs. And then it also ends with Mordecai kind of sharing a nice moment with Margaret. He had a couple of those in this season, which is fun. Yeah. Um, I like how she was flirty being like, oh, I'm going to set that song as my custom ringtone. So you better call me, you know. Oh. Oh. So. All right, number six. For not for my number six, which ra- is going to round off my A tier, it is Skip Strikes. And, okay, so that was that was my number five. Let's talk about ooh, it. Okay, so Skip yeah, Strikes. Skip Strikes, I liked it because it was, uh, it's an episode that we see the park members just do when they're not working, which is go bowling or go to, I was going to say Buffalo Wild Wings, but go to Wing Kingdom. So this is just one of the few things that they do together as, I guess, friends or as co-workers. And it's nice to see that they have their own little mini league against the cosmic side of regular show. There's the Space Babies, Death, and Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that wizard too, isn't there? Or am I just thinking of... Uh, yeah, it was that random wizard. I That was like an error. He shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that they had this... It was a small little competition... Just for a ball. Yeah, for the soul ball. Like I, I like how um, this is another example of Rigby messing something up. Mm-hmm. And they needed like the help of Skips to save the day. Because you could never go wrong mm-hmm. with Skips. I, any episode where Skips is like the protagonist, I, I love it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like this represents his character super well. And we also finally get an answer um like how he got his well not exactly how he got his name skips, but we got an insight into all that, you know? Yeah. Um well Skips Strikes is was actually my uh it was at the bottom of my S tier at number five, but okay. um I didn't talk about my six, so Number six, which is at the top of A, was the best burger in the world. I'll make this quick since we already talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, this is an uh, unpopular opinion. I really hate how a lot of regular show fans dislike this episode. All because the writers did a good job at writing Benson's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yes, what Benson did was shitty. But he is supposed to... You're supposed to be mad at Benson at the end. You know? Mm-hmm. Um like, I I really hate Benson when when he eats the burgers. But aside from that, re, uh, the best burger in the world has all the components of a great regular show episode, a fight scene, Mordecai and Rigby being trapped at work, having to fight Benson, you know, this and that. So that is why it belongs at the top of A for me. Okay. 
Cool. So uh, I'm pretty sure this is in the S tier as well. So we're at the, for me, I'm at the bottom of S tier right now. And that would be Fuzzy Dice. Okay, and that was your number five? Yeah, my number five is Fuzzy Dice. Uh, so my number four was Fuzzy Dice. So oh, let's talk about it. So Fuzzy Dice for me, I like that this was a- an episode uh, where the park members tried to get one thing or band together for one purpose and that was to give pops some fuzzy dice but then it just turns out that three animatronic robots wanted or three animatronics wanted that fuzzy dice because there were some hidden gems in there and i also enjoyed that there was actually weapons at the end and they got to shoot things oh yeah one of the rare occasions where they actually use real guns exactly but it's understandable why they could use them because they're animatronics and not actually real people. Mm-hmm. I like how it had a twist to it. Um, I like how it was kind of like a like a mafia parody yep. type thing mm-hmm. where there was like a huge gunfight. The FBI showed up and it had RGB, uh, RPGs, <laughs> not RGB. Um, and I feel like the the Freddy Fazbear character was super badass. Um and, you know, like, people, I, I like this episode for the same reason people love Five Nights at Freddy's, because there's something so creepy and anonymous about animatronic characters, you know? That's why they probably stopped doing them. Mm-hmm. And I, without giving too much spoilers, but Fuzzy Dice is the prequel to one of my favorite episodes in a regular show. And we're going to get to that whenever it comes. Yeah. For my number four, I put Butt Dial. Okay, so, and I agree with you that like it was nice to it was nice to see that uh, Mordecai goes through all this trouble just to delete a uh, uh, missent message. Uh, I also felt the cringe of it being played out loud, and I don't know why that did it for me, but that did. So <laughs> yeah, it's memorable too. That, it is memorable. Yeah, that's all right. I agree with you on those. So we're on the top three. Top three. Okay, what was number three? Top uh, number three for me is Skips versus Technology. Uh, okay. I agree with you that it shows how long the park's been standing and how uh, it challenges Skips to modern times because he is a boomer. And yeah, uh, the introduction of Tecmo and his um, and how he is is very cool. His character's sick as fuck. Uh Skips going into the computer room or the computer store, whatever, and just trying to figure it out. And the tech guys being frustrated was also pretty funny. I I enjoyed the humor and the episode plot and everything else that came with it. Yeah. All right. So my number three is Wrap It Up. Oh, that I'll say right here. It was my number two. That was your number two. Okay. So let's talk about it. Um. Obviously, we have Donald Glover. We have Tyler, the creator. Like, those two I, I already so knew good. that. Yeah, I knew that this was going to be in both of our S tiers. Yep. Um, I mean, what what else can you say? You know, they, they you have some like big top 10 rappers in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you there's some pretty cool rap battles, people getting roasted. And I like how it kind of explored pops. This was one of the very few Pops episodes of season three. Yeah. And it is also one of the best. So I like how Pops was kind of 
he was kind of getting himself into trouble but since pops is like all very lighthearted, he really didn't understand what he was about to like do to himself mm-hmm. um and i like how more kind of rigby like they they're trying to look out for pops but they realize like what's most important at the end of the day yeah and I like that uh, Mordecai and Rigby gave themselves up. Like, even though they liked the whole rap scene or whatever, but they chose their friend over what's cool. And that shows character between the both of them. Exactly. All right, so Wrap It Up was my number three, and that was your two. So I'm just going to do my number two real quick, and then oh. we could go to the obvious number one. Yeah. Um, my number two was Terror Tales of the Park. Ah, okay. That's what I was missing yes. from you. So I really enjoyed it because uh, it was the first ever 30-minute special. Mm-hmm. And just in general, the Terror Tales of the Park episodes are they always bring it every single year. Um, again, I like how the creators have the freedom to kill off characters. And I like how the premise is the park members just telling scary stories to themselves or to their, like, they're their friends. And um, even aside from that, the stories that are being told are really good. I loved In the House, Creepy Dolls, great. And then even uh, Death Metal Crash Pit, like, all. There's not one bad story in Terror Tales of the Park, you know? Yeah, and I'm excited to see the rest of them when they do come around. Yeah, uh, it looks like this is the only 30-minute special in Season 3, and it was the first 30-minute special in regular show. Nice. So, yeah. Okay, rounding off Season 3, our number one at the top of S tier was Excellent. Obviously, I think we both knew this was going to be, like, the top of this season. It's in our name. Well, yeah, it's it inspired the name of our podcast, um, and just the fact that all, J.G. Quintel and so many of the showrunners and producers of regular show have credited Excellent to be their favorite, that, that already puts it at the top right now, and I feel like this is... Like us, not even just season three, but this is my favorite episode ever. I think compared to everything else that we've seen so far, at least for me, uh, excellent is pretty. It's way up there mm-hmm. in terms of just like how far Mordecai would go just for his friend, and it and he punches Benson too because he said some <laughs> messed up stuff. Yeah, he punches Benson. Um, Rigby gets himself into trouble. There's a awesome use of a song. Oh yeah, there's a re- really cool fight scene. Um, things like turning to shit. So literally everything that is required in a regular show episode, it is all there, yep. and all the characters are in it too. Um, and it also, uh, this is where the famous excellent hat came from. Every single regular show fan knows that hat and recognizes it. I love it so much that I have the hat in real life before we wrap it up anything else that you have to say about excellent um one day we will do the excellent challenge irl one day we will do it binging with babish made an episode on it i i want to die Hmm. so now that we've ranked season three let's read our entire list okay so number 38 out in d tier out of commission gut model C tier, Fortune Cookie replaced Big Winner Sugar Rush. B tier, 
fancy restaurant, camping can be cool, muscle mentor, best VHS in the world, house rules, cool bikes, cruising, access denied, fists of justice, diary, trash boat, prankless, A tier, yes dude yes, trucker hall of fame, weekend at Benson's, think positive, stick hockey, slam dunk, dead at eight, death bear, bad kiss, busted cart, bet to be blonde, skips versus technology, video game wizards, under the hood, butt dial, the best burger in the world, and S tier, skip strikes, fuzzy dice, wrap it up, Terror Tales of the Park, and number one is excellent. Oh, alright. So, D tier, uh, at number 39, Bet to be Blonde, Cruisin', Gut Model, Out of Commission, C tier, Axis Denied, Dead at 8, Trash Boat, House Rules, Replaced, B tier, Big Winner, Sugar Rush, The Best VHS in the World, Trucker Hall of Fame, Diary, Slam Dunk, Stick Hockey, Fists of Justice, Fortune Cookie, a tier, Buzzer Cart, te- Terror Tales of the Park, Bad Kiss, Death Bear, Prankless, Muscle Mentor, Under the Hood, Cool Bikes, Camping Can Be Cool, Fancy Restaurant, Yes Dude Yes, The Best Burger in the World, Video Game Wizards, Think Positive, Weekend at Benson's, and Skip Strikes. And finally, at S tier, Fuzzy Dice, Butt Dial, Skips versus Technology, Wrap It Up, and Excellent. <sighs> wow. And just like that, we have officially finished season three, the longest season. Yeah, and it took a um, long ass time to record, too. Yeah, um, I should have known that that would go longer. So I'm sorry that ended up being almost two hours long. I, no, you're I fine. Had, I was not expecting that. It's a good um, thing we started at four, though. Yeah, because we would have been here for a long time. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um, wow. Like, w- what can I say? Season three was filled with so many memories. We shared so many stories. We started a bunch of new segments on the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is just in a chapter of the podcast that we are now putting to an end. And there is only more better things coming in season four. Oh, so, my God. How many? That's crazy. We're, oh, we're about to be at the halfway point of the series. At the end of season four is halfway. So that's crazy and Damn. being that we got through the longest season as fast as we did it didn't it wasn't fast but you know what i mean we were yeah consistent. we were at a good pace and we're ahead right now yeah so oops, I, I there's not much else we could say like that that's the end so yeah um this is like very special to the both of us that we are able to do this we appreciate all of the support that you guys have given us um thank you for listening to us break down regular show while also going on dumb random tangents that a lot of people probably skip past nah man that's my favorite part yeah that is my favorite part too and i'm honestly with i know a lot of the listeners they say that that's like one of the best parts too because you know we we break down the show but we also kind of want to make it ours too so Mm. okay well I think that's the perfect way to end it. You got anything else, Josh? Yeah, Any like acknowledgements, things you want to say? I acknowledge the fans for supporting us for this long. It's been three years, three, two and a half years. Um, I lose count. Almost three years. Almost yeah, three years. Yeah. We, in like a couple months, it will be three years. Yep. So thanks for supporting us for this long. Cause I don't know, like this is a long series, and I don't know what else I would be doing on my Tuesdays, honestly. Yeah. 
Me too. Yeah, and uh, I'll see you next week. Uh, what do we have next week? The 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 start of season four. Oh, I thought I thought we were seeing each other like in person. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> we haven't planned that out yet. All right, so join us next week where we will start season four and kick it off with one of the most best episodes of regular show, Exit Nine B. And we're super excited to get started, and we're excited to have you, the listeners, along there with us. All right, stay excellent, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening, and get back to work, or you are fired.